y'all. I'm Gretchen Purser, and this is The Mess Is Mine, the podcast where we talk about religion and politics and all the other stuff that you're not supposed to talk about at the dinner table. Thanks for stopping by. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I had several things on the agenda today, and the news has bumped them all off the page. So today we are going to talk about the gun situation in our country and the numb, the numbing down and the dumbing down <laughs> that surrounds that. Um, I'm also going to have a couple of pushbacks for you, and I promise to end on a positive note so you don't feel like flinging your phone into the sea. All right, let's get started. I uh, didn't know for years that that song was actually about Columbine, about the shooting. Give it a listen when you get a chance. Also, uh, one more recommendation for you on this topic. There's a book called 19 Minutes by Jody Picoult. Uh, It was recommended to me by a teacher friend of mine. It's a really, really good read. It's fascinating. It's a hard read, but it's a good read. So I've said before that I'm going to try to use this podcast to sort of own some of my own nonsense, call myself out on some of the absurdities that I've passed passed along over the years as fact. Um, (laughs) The more I think, it seems like the more I tend to change my mind. Maybe it's age. So let's talk about guns. So while I grew up in what you could call gun country, I didn't really grow up around guns. I rarely touched a gun. But I did like to say, you know, a lot of of snappy cliches like, you know, an armed society is a polite society or a good guy with a gun is the best way to stop a bad guy with a gun. Stuff like that. But the thing is, the good guys weren't stopping the bad guys with the guns. And 22 years after Columbine, we've had something around 200 mass shootings in those years. Our society is anything but polite. Our politicians have given us a lot of speeches, and they've done a lot of hand-wringing, and they've given us their thoughts and prayers, but they haven't given us any concrete movement, anything toward keeping us safer. When I came to town, the NRA was mostly for sportsmen and people who used to want to protect their homes, but in those 30 years, the gun lobby has gotten stronger and stronger, and the gun laws have gotten weaker and weaker. And unfortunately, we have the bloodshed to prove it. In those almost 200 mass shootings, you would recognize some of them. Virginia Tech, Las Vegas, Pulse Nightclub, Parkland, Florida. Of course, the one that changed all of us forever, Sandy Hook. The fact that we didn't do anything after Sandy Hook, I think that that somehow scarred us as a nation. And I feel like maybe now most of us just feel like it's a lost cause, like nothing's ever going to change. I think the only things we believe, really, with certainty is that they will continue, that the shootings will continue, and that Congress will continue to ignore it. Just imagine for a moment that you're one of those people in Colorado. We just went through a year-long pandemic. Maybe you just got your job back. Maybe you lost a parent. And you go to the grocery store, and you're minding your own business, and you get mowed down by a madman in the produce aisle. I'm not really sure why we refuse to address this issue. It's almost like we want to step back from it and pretend like there's nothing we can do, like it's the weather or it's just something beyond our control or something that has nothing to do with us, right? And this crisis is larger than the guns themselves. This is kind of a crisis of humanity. We've got a culture that somehow now prizes individual rights over the well-being of our citizens. You know, maybe the founders had it wrong. Maybe the Bill of Rights should have been the Bill of Responsibilities, So we understand as citizens that it's our responsibility to take collective care of one another and to try to remove dangerous elements from society. There are so many statistics I could throw at you all, and I'll put some on my website, but I don't really think you all need to be convinced. Everybody knows this is a problem. The interesting number to me, though, was that 94% of Americans are in favor of universal 
background checks, which I'm shocked that that number is that high. And that tells me that law-abiding gun people, gun rights people even, believe that background checks are essential. And when you're looking at today's situation that we have with mental health and the crisis that we're in there, the fact that it's you can get a gun in 15 minutes, but it might take you a month or two to get a to get a therapist appointment if you're struggling, that's just a perfect storm. America sees this as a huge problem and so does Congress. But the situation is such that those members of Congress who are in rural districts you know, they are held to a pretty high standard. They have to pass a purity test of sorts with the NRA. They're given a grade, A through F, based upon the votes that they cast. And anyone who doesn't get a good grade with the NRA will be decimated at the polls in some of these rural places. It affects Republicans more because more Republicans are elected in in rural America. It's just sort of how it works. I think if you get these people privately, I think everyone's privately concerned. But I think nobody, you know, true to form, nobody's willing to put their career on the line to do the right thing anymore. Um, And it's interesting. The most interesting thing to me is that there's such a nexus between Christians and gun owners and gun rights people. And, you know, when I worked for the Christian Coalition, our voter guides and theirs were almost identical. The same people that were pro-life and anti-gay were pro-gun. It was all sort of in the same vein. And I got to figure it's probably because, I mean, we all know that Jesus packed heat, right? Yes. If a man strikes you on the right cheek, turn to him and shoot him. That is the law. (laughs) GOP Jesus again. So here's the deal. The gun people are in that same ultra-conservative wing of the party that believes that the government and the Democrats are somehow in cahoots to end their way of life. But the dirty little secret here is that government doesn't want to take your guns. That's just one more thing we used to say on the right to get you to write checks and to vote Republican. It was never true. That was never really going to happen. And look, I'm pro-gun. I mean, we have a couple of shotguns. And I grew up in a place where there were more guns and cows than there were people. But do we really think it's a good idea to make all guns accessible to all people? I mean, I don't mean to say anything, but the next time you're out in public, take a look around. Like that mouth breather next to you, should should he have a gun? Like he probably shouldn't have a squirt gun. Hey, baby, what are you doing? Hey, baby, you're pretty hot. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I think another problem that we've got is that we've gotten into this binary argument cycle where everything is right or wrong, left or right, up or down, yes or no. Christians are really, really bad about that. We're we're some of the worst about that. The gun lobby has successfully convinced us as Americans that we have two choices. Either let every person have however many guns, whatever kind of guns they want for any reason with no background checks, or the big liberal government's going to burst in your house in the middle of the night and take every gun you have. You can have this when you pry it from my cold, dead hands. And even then, good luck, because I will have glued it to my cold, dead hands. Like with most every other issue, the reasonable, common-sense answer lies someplace in the middle. And I know we're not going to solve every problem with background checks. You know, you're always going to have somebody on television saying, well, this person already had a permit or this person passed a background check. I'm sure that's going to happen, but we could start somewhere. Because there's not one answer that's going to solve all the problems, we've allowed the perfect to become the enemy of the good. And in 30 years, we haven't done a single thing to make our public safer. Those precious babies at Sandy Hook were murdered by a 19-year-old kid. And in this country, the government doesn't trust a 19-year-old kid enough to let him buy a can of Coors Light. But he's old enough to buy a semi-automatic weapon. And if he's got a couple extra bucks, he can buy a bump stock and turn it into an automatic weapon like that guy did in Las Vegas. 
But no, 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 we're not going to require permitting or licensing or anything like that. That's an infringement. I mean, but we will make you get a permit or a license to drive a boat or a jet ski. And of course, for cars and trucks, you got to have a permit to build a shed. You have to have a permit or a license to go fishing. You have to have one to cut hair. But you don't have to have one to buy a gun or to buy several guns that are powerful enough to mow down hundreds of people in a matter of minutes. And furthermore, nobody's going to look into your background. Nobody's going to look into your mental health records. Nobody's going to make sure you're not a criminal. You know, the whole idea that it is an athema and a slap in the face of the Constitution and to the Second Amendment that we would put any restrictions on gun owners is ridiculous, okay? They call these things assault weapons for a reason, and it's not because you're going to assault a deer and you're not going to assault a water buffalo. These are tactical weapons intended to use for mass destruction to kill lots of people. That's why they were designed. So it's maximum destruction, minimum effort. Just like the fact that we can't go out and buy a missile or maybe a giant bomb. I mean, that would be fun to blow up, wouldn't it? The closest we can really get to that are setting off like South Carolina fireworks. But you know what? Those are illegal. Ironically, it's a perfect time for Congress to act because the NRA is mired in scandal and bankruptcy. But ultimately, what we'll get from Congress is what we always get, which is their thoughts and prayers and a bunch of other cliches that smack of indifference. If we end up with any action at all, it's most likely going to be by executive order. So let me put a pin in this and explain this and a couple of other things to y'all. Number one, executive order is when a president makes a law that's not voted in by Congress. It's a great way to get something done quickly, but it's not permanent and it's easily overturned by the next president. A couple of other things I want to explain to you all is semi-automatic weapons versus automatic weapons. They're both under the category of assault rifles or assault weapons. Semi-automatic However, when you pull the trigger, you pull it, and you have to pull the trigger each time you shoot. So it's bam, 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 and you're pulling the trigger. For an automatic weapon, you pull it one time, pull, and then it goes bam, 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 like that. You like my impression of that? The thing about it is semi-automatic weapons are legal. Automatic weapons are illegal. However, for a very, very low price, you can buy an adapter that makes a semi into an automatic weapon. Isn't that nice? Isn't that cute? And it's legal. The NRA was able to get all these laws passed and or not passed. But the thing is, it's really hard to argue that any of them are sportsmanlike. You're not going to use these to shoot pheasants. You use them to shoot people. There is irrefutable evidence that fewer guns equals fewer deaths by gun. Whether you look at other countries and their statistics or you just compare statistics among states in our own nation, the fewer the guns there are the fewer gun deaths there are. This isn't difficult math, people. I mean, I'm an English person. This isn't even hard math for me. One last statistic that's really important to bring up, just especially given our mental health crisis as of late with the pandemic, is the fact that of all of the gun deaths in America, I was shocked to get this number too, 61% of those gun deaths are suicide. You know, a lot of the people that are using these guns aren't using them on other people. They're using them on on themselves. And any therapist will tell you that suicide is an unfortunate intersection of opportunity and despair, where, you know, lots of times when someone feels the urge to take their own life, as long as there's not an opportunity to do so, that feeling passes and then they survive. The problem with guns is if you have a gun, you've always got that opportunity, number one. And number two, if you choose to, to, to try suicide with a gun, you're going to be 85% successful. So yeah, that's some heavy stuff. But the truth is we're not helpless. So my pushback to you, number one, is reach out to your members of Congress, your House and your Senate members. Let them know that you're with that 94% that demands a background check. 
That's the very, very least they can do. Number two, if you've got one of those members of Congress who thinks it's cute to pose with assault rifles because it makes them look cooler or maybe more macho, Ted Cruz, let them know you don't appreciate it. And in a culture that already glamorizes violence and terrorism, maybe we shouldn't be setting that example for our kids. Third pushback, if Joe Biden actually does something by executive order, support it. Support it with your friends, support it with your family. And even though I don't really love the idea of executive order, there's been 22 years since Columbine. There's been seven mass shootings in the last seven days. Somebody's got to do something. We got to start somewhere. And like my granddad used to say, a little bit of something's better than a whole lot of nothing. All right, that's all I got for today. I hope you all have a great day. I hope the sun's shining and I'll talk to you next time. Thank you.